inner child, inner truth. We are metaphysicians here at Sarasota Center of Light, spiritual seekers. We are looking as metaphysicians to spiritually interpret above the physical life as we know it. If you look at our makeup, how did we become who we are? And I don't mean how we look or what we're dressed in or what's going on in our lives on the outside, but I'm talking about who we are on the inside. So often, those who give talks will speak of idealistic concepts, and yet, when it gets right down to it, what's caused us to be who we are, how we act, how we interact and react to the world and life? You You'll have a few little categories you need to look at in order to understand who you are and who you've become and why. There are three major pieces of the puzzle when it comes to looking at this evaluation process. There's the parent. There's the adult. And then there's the child. Of course, psychology wouldn't keep it simple. they got to break up each one of these into different categories. So under the parent, you have the controlling parent and you have the nurturing parent the adult well you're pretty much on your own there to figure that out there's no real age associated with it it can happen anytime you come into a place where you feel like well I'm sure some of us may and some of us may not feel like adults at this point point. and of course you've got the two characteristics of the child the adaptive child which has had a lot of the effect of the controlling parent. Then you have the nurturing child. This nurtured child is obviously nurtured by the nurturing parent. Each of these characteristics are interesting, though, as you look at the way that it creates behavior as a psychologist or someone who might evaluate What's going on? And each one of you right now are kind of like thinking for a moment, hmm, was my parent controlling? Was my parent nurturing? Am I an adaptive child or a free child? Natural child? Or am I a combination of different aspects of that? And yes, most of us have experienced some a perfect childhood, rarely nowadays. I don't get a chance to hear about that very often. This week, though, Actually, in the last couple of weeks, there's been an eruption of conversations and discussions about the inner child showing up in people's lives and therefore the inspiration for the talk this morning. But how are we going to metaphysically interpret this nurturing parent, controlling parent? The adult. The adult's the processor. It's like the computer. It's like it takes in information that it has seen from what has happened and it takes in information of what's going on and it evaluates what's happening and it makes the decisions about what to do or how to handle things. The controlling parent has helped to develop our right and wrong. Of course, the adaptive child has had a bit of rebellion in it because it's been being controlled so much. Today, we don't notice who we were and how it's created who we are, and yet it will show up in our daily lives. It will show up in our families, in our interactions, and in who we are in the world. So how can we then, as metaphysicians, rise above that? How can we elevate our awareness and our consciousness 
to not live controlled by the circumstantial or the conditional or the situational that has shaped who we are in our mind, in our emotions, in our actions, in our daily lives? How can we allow ourselves to tap into the inspiration of who we truly are and to look at ourselves very much differently? It has been said many times, and in this year, I've started to say last year and this year, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, and I've taken that a step further. We are spirit having a spiritual experience as human beings. What that causes us to do as metaphysicians on a spiritual path, what that causes us to do is look deeper into our heart and soul. Because we're not just experiencing our spirit, we are our spirit. In whatever way that you see that, to whatever degree you believe that, in whatever way and spiritual perception you have of your truth. Here at Sarasota Center of Light, we embrace the teachings of all master teachers. So what you believe and how you believe is up to you. But how can that belief and that connection to that higher aspect of who you are, if you look at quantum physics, you'll find that the higher vibrations have dominion over the lower vibrations. Higher vibrations can influence and affect and elevate lower vibrations. So if we're in our mind trying to make decisions as an adult, trying to look at what's going on, or as the nurturing or controlling parent, and of course, it seems like the goal might be to be the free and natural child over here, very intuitive, very creative, very happy and joyful. But rather than the parent part of us creating the musts, the shoulds, the oughts, the judgments, the values, the attitudes of right and wrong, whether the nurturing parent or critical parent, and by the way, in this process, as you find any of this true for yourself, I invite you to forgive your parents or thank your parents. Set yourself free from whatever bondage you may have created and who you've become by what you've experienced and Maybe do a little bit of the raising of the vibration that we're talking about this morning and how you see the world. Because if you go from a parent, nurturing or critical, to a present parent, a present parent. Now, how is that different? It's being in the moment, here and now. Not what was, not what created what I think or believe or understand. Those are all valid. I'm not saying forsake and get rid of whatever you've become or whatever you believe. I'm saying raise your vibration, raise your awareness, expand your consciousness. Allow yourself to come from that place of innocence and freedom to remember who you are in your intuition, guided by the inspiration to the connection of what you believe in. And so as you begin to do your, go through your day, choose from now, not from the past. Balance the nurturing aspects and the critical, because the critical has developed that strength and that determination and that necessity to achieve and accomplish. It's a part of the ego that's important, but if it's the focus, it makes for a life that's very challenging and not very fulfilling, because it's very rigid and very solid. As the present parent, you're free to be who you are as your heart and soul. Nothing stopping you but you in that area and aspect of your life. Not just as a parent, but as a child who's been blessed and, and touched by the way that you've been raised. We have, of course, the adult ego state that says all the calculating and the 
about the aware adult? How about the adult that is aware of the action that needs to be taken? What does that mean? That doesn't mean like a computer processing the evidence and the history and the information to try to make a decision. Yeah, those things are present, but being aware in the moment of our own spiritual truth, of who we really are, of what really matters. And we become more and more aware, we're more and more present with what we are becoming rather than what we've been. And we can bring more of our spirit into our everyday life. There is, of course, the child, whether it's the adapted child or the natural free child. The natural free child, spontaneous, intuitive, creative, pleasure seeker, playful, joyful, innocent. The adaptive child, a little negativity, some resistance, a little reactive, some hostility, disobedience, rebellious. Anybody relate to any of those? Here and there, now and then. I'm not talking about now. Nobody's pointing the finger. But as the inspired child, instead of I want, I need, I am. I am. Not remembering how it was and what I think I need from life. But I am the expression of all that is. The love and light that I truly sought no matter what my childhood was like. And I gained it not from anyone around me or any circumstance or situation in my life, but who I am. The impulses and desires to find pleasure and happiness, the pursuit of happiness, might be called by the child. Set free to be the inspiration and joy, the freedom and playfulness that you truly are. Now, you're going to say to yourself, now, how can I be my child, my inspired child? I've got things to do. I've got places to go. I've got things to take care of. My child can't do that. Well, in the meditation, I was going to have you have your parent sit in the consciousness waiting room with your adult. Because those parts of you certainly are important to that systems and structure of how things are in place. It's how things are done properly. The adult, the parent, absolutely. But where do you experience the most freedom and joy and happiness? As the child. Who is here to teach the adult and the parent what's really going on? So I invite you to consider this. Let's consider Matthew for a moment. Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, as metaphysicians, we know what the kingdom of heaven is. It's experiencing heaven on earth. It's experiencing the joy, beauty, peace, love, the power and presence that we are now. And so, to experience that in our daily lives, let's check into the playground for a while and enjoy ourselves. Let's go to that place when we decided, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, I didn't. I had a lot of things going on that kept me from being able to... uh, make these kind of decisions, but I want to be an astronaut. 
I want to be a doctor. A nurse. I want to be the president of the... No, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not an option anymore. Most kids are like, no. I'm sorry. I was just a... That was not even a political joke. I was just trying to be a little bit funny. And thank you for laughing. But we come from a place there that we're not using whatever is around us of our perception, of our understanding or our belief to choose. And where are dreams chosen and come true? Where do our wishes actually make it into our life? How do we really get to experience who we really are? Not by clothing ourselves in what we believe has to be or has been or will be. I invite you to turn to your inner child it may cry and it may whine and it may ask for things it didn't get. But you're an adult that can understand. You're an aware adult. And you're a present parent. And where you may not have gotten what you needed that's still a part of you that's affected how you live and how you decide and how you act and how you experience life, that inner child has never gone anywhere. That natural child that's creative and intuitive and playful and joyous is always present at the core of you. If you let go long enough and turn inward and ask that little inner child what it needs, you've got what you need to give it if it needs something it doesn't have. And if you listen to it, it'll bring you the inspiration. It'll remind you of your playfulness. It'll remind you of your innocence of your judgment of yourself and others to let go and allow yourself to run and laugh and play in your life as you are an adult making your decisions, as you are a parent taking care of what needs to be happening. But from a creative, intuitive, joyful, free, innocent, and playful place. Inner child, This woman is a philosopher from another country, but I love, and I don't know who she is. I looked up her biography, and she's fascinating. I love this. In my soul, I am still that small child who did not care about anything else but the beautiful colors of the rainbow. When is the last time you were fascinated by a rainbow or a butterfly? If you're wondering how to access your inner child, ask it what it wants and it'll tell you. The answer is nearly always the same. Love, joy, freedom, acceptance, compassion, understanding, safety, and peace. It is from this place the inner child sees, speaks, and is able to be the inner truth we are. Let your inner child out to play and find your inner truth. Thank you.